about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Again, we want to appreciate all our children. The Bible says your children shall be, called, shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. Hallelujah. I saw the way they took the announcement better than our... Wow. You know, unlike the school that some of us went to. In our time. <laughs> Amen. You know, some people actually went to school where they used Yoruba to teach them English. <laughs> you know those schools. <laughs> I heard those three guys. Fantastic. I felt like going back to primary school myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> God bless the children. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18. Are you there? So, <laughs> again, let me say, so that we can have the full knowledge of what we're talking about, I told them for service, get the message of Wednesday. Alright? So I talked about growing up spiritually, and then get the message of the first service. Because... Now, what I'm about to say is for this service, but then we need to connect it to what I've been saying before to have the full picture of what we've been talking about. Is that okay? So we stopped, we read this, and then we somehow stopped. Why we look not at the things which are seen, <laughs> but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are what? Hallelujah. So there are things that are seen, and there are things that are not seen. Hallelujah. So we ended by saying, because I was talking about the value of, you must have the word of God stored inside you, otherwise you cannot grow spiritually. So we established that first service, and then we spoke about that on Wednesday also, that the pattern, we, we grow by the words of God that are inside us, and that the beginning of dealing with any situation in anybody's life is to have light. So when God said, in the beginning God created heaven and earth, Genesis chapter 1, and the earth was without form, and it was void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Verse 2. Then the Bible said that, and the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the deep, and God said, let there be light. That was not sunlight, because God created the sun and the moon later. First thing he said was that let there be light. Even when God wanted to function in the midst of darkness, He first of all called for light. Then later He created sunlight. But He spoke first of all, let there be light. No matter the situation, and the Bible said the entrance of His word gives light and understanding to the simple. Hallelujah. No matter what, the first thing you should find out is, what does the word say about this? Otherwise there is no light on which the and that is the foundation on which victory is built upon. Hallelujah. Do you know what the Bible says about marriage? Do you know what the Bible says about money? Do you know what the Bible says about health? Nobody enjoys divine health without knowing what the Bible says about health. When you know it, something begins to manifest in you. Hallelujah. So that light is what you go for first. It's not to pray for that, Lord, give me money. Lord, make me healthy. Oh, let this cancer go. The first thing is to receive light. And that is the word of God. What does the Bible say about the situation? Hallelujah. So, 
we talked at length about that and I spoke about meditation, right? So I said there are five things when it comes to spiritual growth. I said that number one, do you remember? Amen. The knowledge of the word of God. And where we are coming from, we said a lot about that. It's the fact that if you don't grow spiritually, you will not be able to undo what you should undo. Just like a father that has a son, the son is five years old, the son owns everything uh, 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 practically, but you see, he's not going to work in it until he grows up. And I gave a very profound illustration that we, I went, when I was growing up, and, and fortunately my mom is here actually. I, I welcome her for service, so amen. <laughs> when we were growing up, she used to hire some mates, and some of those people, they beat daylight out of some of us. There was a maid that made me to drink urine. Those, and she said, if you tell mommy, double beating, and we couldn't tell. So even me, I've been abused before. So all those people who talk about, <laughs> they don't want to get away from it. They, they, they are misbehaving. Say, why? Because they were abused when they were young. All of us, we were, we, I was abused when I was young also. <laughs> but you can't keep crying forever. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. She will give us food, she will go to office, because my father and my mother, early in the morning, of course, typical people go to government, and then we'll be left alone with these people. And I can remember, in between the time I was going to have had about six or seven housemates, different ones coming in. All of them were either Amina or Fatima, all of them. Every one of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? You see, but as I started growing up, our authority over me started getting reduced. Even with your biological parents, they could tell you when to go out and when not to go out. But as you grow, that is expected to stop. Is that right? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following me? So, grow up. And it's the answer to many of the prayers people are praying. When you grow spiritually, you'll be able to handle things. So, every Christian should seek to grow spiritually so that you can experience. So, we read Galatians chapter 4. The Bible said that here, as long as a child is not different from a servant, even though he is the Lord of all. That's a pathetic statement. That a child is not different from a servant, even though he owns everything. And it is true. A servant can boss you around when you are a child. He tells you, he bets you, and he can beat you right there in the bedroom. But when you grow, you understand that this is our house, this is the maid. So spiritual growth is important. Hallelujah. And we started looking at the fact that the first thing you need to know growing up spiritually is the knowledge of the word of God. The word of God must dwell in you in a sufficient measure. Hallelujah. So we've spoken about that. But what I didn't want to talk about this second service, which is the fifth thing. So I said the word of God, the knowledge of the word. But the knowledge of the word will not grow you by itself. It qualifies you for the next stage, meditating on the word. It's that meditation that gives you rules. And I spoke about praying in tongues as the third one. And I spoke about practicing speaking the word. They are all actually inter- they are, they are connected together. Speaking the word. And I, I, I don't want to go into all that. There must be a, a moment in your life. You can begin with five minutes per day. Where you sit down and you say again what the word of God says about you. This is how to experience the power of the scripture. Until the scripture gets to your mouth. It is not a living thing. Some are afraid of demons. They put the Bible under their pillow and open it to Sam. When a demon shows up, he will close the Bible before beating you. The Bible, the book, 
this one can has no authority over any demon. So people think that when the spirit shows up and you throw the Bible at them, something will happen. You are wasting paper. This is book. It is when it gets your mouth that becomes something living. I have not committed a sin by doing this. Quit religion. Hallelujah. It becomes a living word when it's in your mouth. That's how it's designed to be. Two parts are important spiritually. Your heart and your mouth. Under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, I say so. I, I told them when they were in the first service. Don't let your mind be wandering around. That is how defeat, thoughts of defeat, loss, that's how they come in. Give your mind an assignment every now and then. If you are driving from here to Tony, make sure your mind is busy. When your mind is not busy, weed will grow there. And weed is the only thing that grows by itself. If you don't want weed in your compound, plant something there. If you don't plant nothing there, you don't need to welcome weed. Weed will grow anywhere nothing is planted. Are you following me? If your mind is not directed intentionally, it will run a wire. And the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of your life. Your future is in the prevailing thought in your heart. And that's why today I want to talk about how to, that Second chapter 4 verse 18, the other side of it. So I spoke the first part that speaking, speaking the word of God. Your spiritual depth is measured in your spiritual conversation. If you listen to any Christian for 10 minutes, you can know how deep or how shallow they are spiritually. Because it is found in your language. The spiritual people, their words align with what the Bible says and their words will be full of power. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we measure spiritual death by how people talk. I'm afraid. I'm afraid this will happen. I don't know. When you hear words like that, the Bible says, perfect Lord cast out fear. You think there's no way you will be this spiritual and it's, your language will change. Because you see the world through a higher light. Can I hear me? Is somebody following me? Praise the Lord. And angels respond to the words that you speak. So in that, give me for, for example, it again, 418. So the Bible says, why we look not at the things? I want to show you, please, get this principle from the word of God. It will let you live in victory. So I said the first part, first service. A situation, any situation in your life. You can prolong the lifespan of any problem or shorten it. It has a lot to do with the words that you speak. When you talk about the situation, you give life. Listen to me. It does not matter if you are talking to a pastor about it. Once your conversation is around what you don't have, that lack is kept. Jesus appeared to a man in America. In time of Kennedy again, and he said to him, I have said to my people, that's uh, uh, Mark 11, 23, no, the Bible says that whosoever shall say to this mountain. Look at that principle. Let's read it. Whosoever shall say to this mountain. Mark, Mark 11, 23. Be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in the sand and shall be like whatever he says shall come to pass. Shall have whatever he says. This part, Jesus emphasized it to the man and he shocked the man. He said, I ended by saying that he shall have. He shall have whatsoever he says. He said, my people keep saying what they have. So they keep retaining what they have. He shall have whatsoever he says. He shall have whatsoever. This is the master we are following, talking. That whosoever shall say, he shall have whatsoever he says. 
If a person doesn't know any other thing about Christianity, this is a, 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 a statement of authority from Jesus Christ. He said, whosoever means anybody, pastor, lady, anybody, he shall have whatsoever he says. So, if a person is broke and is talking about his being broke, the Bible will give him whatsoever he says. So, if a man is broke and doesn't want to be broken, he lets him begin to talk prosperity. So, first, second Corinthians 4, let, let's go back to that second Corinthians 4, 18. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. You remember, so I said the first service. Actually, the Lord said that to me one day. There was a situation. And he just said that, <laughs> why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. So I told you there are two things. Look at your right hand. There are things that are seen. And there are things that are not seen. Whatever is seen, be it, there is a bill. I am low on cash. I have this disease. Everything is falling apart at home. There are things that you are seeing. They are kept alive by the words you are saying about them. When you withdraw your word from them, so two ways of ending quickly things that are seen, negative things that you see. Number one, withdraw your words from them. Number two, actually, is the one that will give strength to number one and number one will give strength to number two. Number two is this, you must see something else. Hallelujah. And seeing something else is a Bible language. The Bible, actually, where you start knowledge of the word, when you start meditating and start speaking the word, it will lead to the third thing. The word will give you a picture. And this is where victory is established. And that's what I want to talk about briefly. Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. So withdraw your words from what you don't want. Never talk about it. You know, we've been trusting God. We are still trusting God. Uh, we, we, you know, we don't have a child. So we... You just said it again. You are giving life to that situation. You surely talk about it. If you are talking to somebody to agree with you once, never talk about it again. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. He said, as the pressure mounts, shout in Jesus' name, I am fruitful. Are you following me? Hallelujah. I am rich. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say what? And let the poor say what? I am blessed. As the bill, the pressure comes, say the opposite. Say what you want to have, not what you are saying. Is somebody understanding this? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? So, that is the number one thing. But then, to be able to say it accurately, you must say, you must create another picture, and that is where you talk from. And that second picture is created by hearing from God. That is the importance of praying in tongues. You meditate on the word of God to the point, power comes from the word when the word becomes your picture. Now, let's look at Abraham, Genesis chapter 15, and get something from Abraham. Then we'll come back to, we'll look at Abraham, and then we'll look at um, David, and then we'll look at... Um, so Abraham, David, then we look at uh, Jericho, Joshua chapter 6. So Genesis 15. And after these things, please pay attention here. Abraham is the father of faith. We can learn something from him. After this thing, the word Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield. Thy exceeding great reward. This is God talking to Abraham. Next verse. Abraham said, Lord, 
What will you give me? What is the next word there? Can you see? God spoke to him from Genesis chapter 12. Now, this is some years after Genesis chapter 15. This is what kept Abraham in that barren state. Look at what he's saying. He's telling God what he's seeing. He said, what will you give me? Seeing, I can see, I go childless. Oh, the greatest battle a Christian will fight. It's not against the devil. It's against your imagination. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Second Corinthians chapter 10, from verse 4. But they are mighty through God. In doing what? People think strongholds are demons. No. You need to follow the next verse. Casting that word. This is the greatest battle. As soon as a Christian hears a message and you are believing God for anything, the picture of your present state is difficult to dissolve. People are praying. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, yet inside, the stronghold is there. You are the sick one. The stronghold is there. All the reports, they stay there. Another higher picture must shatter this one. Otherwise, because change begins from within. Hallelujah. Are you following me? It is the strongest battle that a Christian will fight. And we will see so. Even in the father Abraham. Abraham had been spoken to by God. God spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 14. It was in Genesis 14 that Melchizedek appeared. And gave Abraham bread and wine. Jesus appeared in human form, king of Salem, and blessed Abraham. But the picture didn't leave. God spoke to him later, and Abraham was still saying that, See, I go childless. And the steward of my house is this Eliza. He had a servant who was Eliza. That one had a son. Abraham, the owner of the servant, did not have a son. So every day Abraham would sit there outside. He would see the boy playing. And he concluded inside him that the only child that would be in this house is that boy playing around. But thank God he voiced it out one day. He said, the only here. And God said, no. Now, Abraham, I know your problem. Let's show you how to correct the problem. Look at what God said to him. Verse 4. He said to me, you have given no seed. Behold, the word, Lord, the word of the Lord came to him. This morning, the word of the Lord is coming to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Saying, this shall not be thy here. But he that shall come forth out of thy bowel shall be thy here. God must have thought, I've said this to Abraham before, but this is not working with this guy. God first of all told Abraham that, no, that boy, thank God for the boy, but that is not the blessing. He said, you, you, you will give back to a son, not your servant giving back to a son. You know, God doesn't joke with words. He doesn't give people blessings to manage. I shall do, at least, it is good to have that positive attitude, but God, unto him that is able to do, Exceedingly, he doesn't manage his blessing. Can I hear amen? amen. Hallelujah. So God said to Abraham that, let's get this straight, Abraham. This servant is not the one that will give you a son. You will give back. Then God did something. Next verse. And he brought him forth and said, what did he say? What is the meaning of Luke? See. All that I should put it after that. See towards heaven. God said to Abraham that there is a wrong picture. Let me show you a higher picture. So he made him to see the stars. He said, so shall your descendants be. Hallelujah. Everybody say picture. picture. Say picture. picture. Let's read something from Joshua chapter 6. we we'll come back here if we have time. Joshua chapter 6. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. May your eyes be open to see. Joshua chapter 6 verse 1. The Bible says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. See, Jericho was not shut when the children of Israel did not need it. Sometimes when it is time for a Christian to advance, all hell let loose. It's allowed. The Bible was careful to let you know that the reason why Jericho was shut, they needed to pass through Jericho. When they did not need Jericho, Jericho was open. Have you seen a time when you really needed something and you went there and then they said no, even though they were giving it out before? Jericho will be shut when the Christian is coming. So shatter your faith. The Bible says none went out and none came in. And the Bible says because of children of Israel. Now look at the next verse. And the Lord said to Joshua, what's the next word there? <laughs> now read the next word. Did you notice that God did not say, I am going to give you Jericho? <laughs> what God was saying to Joshua, even though, why we look not at the things that are seen? What you can see physically is that Jericho is locked up. Can you shut these physical eyes and see with another eye that I have given you Jericho? Nobody possesses Jericho without first of all seeing Jericho down. And the Lord told Joshua, He said, See, I have given you. As he was warning him that don't look at the gates that are locked. I have, I have, I have, I have. Don't see what they are doing. Don't see. Refuse to see the soldiers mounting guards at the gate of Jericho. You see that Jericho. When the word of God becomes a picture, many years back, it is the source. There is no other thing. It is the source of what you call abnormal prosperity that you see in Bishop Oedeko. It is for three days because when you lock up yourself, he said it was as broke. People don't know that some of the people that you, you, you think are great have also, they have had this kind of history before. So they were 21 or so in the church for how many years? Everything was at standstill. And he took a book written by Gloria Copeland. And he went alone three days and locked himself. He wanted to see something. He told his wife, bye bye. We are too broke. He said, they were, the wife would tell them to eat egg in the house. You have to lay the egg yourself. You know that kind of thing. The wife told them, well, if you want to eat egg in this house, you lay the egg yourself. Got no money to buy egg. And he said, enough of this. So he took his Bible and he took a book from somebody with results. Because what some people is, what somebody is complaining about, somebody is working upon it freely. Are you following me? And after the third day, now listen, nobody had given one naira to him. But after the third day, light fell from heaven. You've heard him say that many times. He said he was wearing shorts. He spun around the room and shouted, I can never be poor again. He had seen it. Now, others are just seeing it now around him. But he saw it on that mountain. He read the Bible and that book to a point that something came from the world and he saw it. That this is how to prosper. And he started dancing. They even though nobody has given him one nighter. See, when heaven opens their window and this is downloaded to your spirit, you are in one room apartment, you are so certain that the way you come out of that room, you come out like somebody living in duplex. They can't see what you are seeing, but you are seeing something. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Mm. 
It is what those who have operated divine nets have seen and some have tried to copy. This is powerful. Picture. So, <laughs> allowing the word of God I'm praying, listening to the voice of God to create a new picture will dissolve the old picture. Praise the Lord. And this is a supernatural thing. That's why we pray in tongues. This is the purpose of meditating on the word. Till the word becomes a picture. So when that happened, when Joshua saw the picture, just like Abraham, just like David will read in a while now, when you see the picture, it is after that a strategy will be given to you that will be so simple yet so powerful. Joshua saw what God showed him that okay, Jericho is falling. And he just said, We, we have this city. Then God said, March around seven times. A very strange instruction, but very simple. We always follow where you have seen it. Where you have seen it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes the instructions are what you've been doing before. But because now you are functioning under a higher light. The results are different. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Amen. That guy that I spoke about, he was building. He was building. But then, they will get loan today, down tomorrow and everything upside. Honestly speaking, we can live a great life. That's what God has planned. The only suffering that is allowed in Christianity is persecution. Somebody can hate you because you're a Christian and begin to persecute you. Persecution is allowed. I don't talk here, this one, that one. No problem. But we should not suffer any other thing. That guy ups and down, borrowing from bank and everything was just... And then he was meditating. He started looking at scripture and they said, but this is not the way God wants us to live. And he saw it. I don't know the scripture he saw, but he saw that in terms of building, I'm a master. And then a voice came. He's a developer. Every tent building you build, the tent one, specifically was told, give the tent one to a widow whose husband has abandoned, who is trying to make ends meet. Like that. And the voice added, as long as you do that, let your country enter into ground. It will not affect you. Recently, I learned that some Arab people just gave me a contract and paid him in dollars. Now, he is one of the people rejoicing that Naira is falling more. He had built many houses before. A specific instruction came when they saw something. Hallelujah. So when we start meditating on the word, when we start praying, what we are shooting for is that a picture will draw from, something will lift from the Bible and enter you and you just know that today I say my life has changed. And you can refer to that scripture any time that I was reading this passage one day and this came alive to me. Nobody can take it away from you. Because when it is from the scripture, it will reproduce forever. Because the word of God does not die. Sometimes when you obtain something from prayer, it can go after a while. But the word is eternal by nature. Heaven and earth, they are being held together by the word of God. That's why the sun has not fallen. The same power is behind the world. So when the world speaks to you, since the moon has never dropped, the effect of that word stays with you forever. That's the power. See, I've been telling you, every Christian must give attention to the word of God. You must give attention to the word of God. Bible study becomes very important. 
So many people pray. Even some of you, when you are praying in the morning, you are praying, your Bible is not with him. Your words to God is not as important as God's word to you. Your prayer is important. But this is why you should pray so that God can say something to you. If God speaks to you directly that you are protected, there is nothing, 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 nothing. You would want to see how powerful this can be. The day they had Kano riot because of Riyabonki, they heard I was having to do Kano crusade and they burnt, I mean, they were killing Christians. Riyabonki did not know that the whole agitation was because of it. He said it is custom when it comes to any city, he will come like three days to the crusade, he will ch- stay in the hotel and enter, he can be driving around and praying. He went to the Emir's palace where the angry youth carried sword. And he was asking the driver, why are they angry? And he said at a point, they had to pass through crowd. They bent down to look at the car. They looked at him in anger. They didn't know he was the one. And they had sword. And this was the man. At the airport, there were over 200 snipers waiting to shoot their bunky. And their bunky was in the street moving and they didn't know. When God hides you, nobody can find you. Till he left, he left, till he left the place. He said what pain it was that several innocent people were killed. Because even the government people sent a message to him that said, you, you have to go, you have to go. This situation is chaotic. You have to go. Hallelujah. Because they knew that if he should do that crusade, many other people will be converted. So it was, it was fiercely resisted. The what? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that everybody will move from only reading the Bible to hearing the Bible. That you are hearing the voice of God from the Word of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the starting point is that fill your mouth with the Word of God. So let me end this way, which I told them for service. Practice speaking the Word of God. Create a session in a day. I thought you can start with five minutes. Maybe you often sit on your table. The scriptures you know. I, I said all that for service and I established from the Bible. That proper meditation means you must speak. See, there is no spiritual man on earth who doesn't alter things when they wake up. Can you imagine when that's what I was telling me some key people in the nation? Who ahead of election, they will tell you. These are the people you hear that there is a crown on someone's head, there is no crown on someone's head. So they can't even tell who they were aligned with at all. This word, but the word of God has given us power. Whatever you think those people are, is nothing. Only the Christians who dare into that arena are weak in the word of God. Daniel demonstrated that 60 gods being worshipped in Babylon. I've told you before, if you're an administrator, you're a career person, or you're a politician, Daniel should be your mentor. 60 gods. We, they don't have to 60 yet. They have 60 in Babylon. And the king said, we'll bow before them. And they are with, with their own openly. And Daniel mesmerized all of them. With the God of heaven and earth. Jehovah our king. In short, but Daniel prayed three times every day and faced Jerusalem. Meditation. The weapons of our warfare, they are mighty. But we must use them. And we must grow spiritually. The last thing I'm going to say here, Isaiah 54 verse 17, just to let you know how to use this weapon, it has to be in your mouth, the word of God in your mouth. That is the sword of the spirit, the word of God in your mouth. Isaiah 54 verse 17, the Bible says, no weapon, <laughs> say amen. amen. No weapon that is formed against thee. You know, this is a very big statement. 
The Bible is not saying that no weapon that is used against it. In every generation, there are weapons. The Bible is saying that after all the available weapons, if somebody now manufactures another one, it still will work. So no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue, it shows you where the weapon is. Every tongue that rises against thee in judgment, what will happen? You know, so I believe this thing. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. It's not, that's not what the Bible is saying. It's not that it shall be condemned. Thou, say amen. amen. I love you when the Bible puts responsibility in your hand. Every tongue. It doesn't mean somebody is speaking just against you. That is included, but that is not all of it. Every tongue. When somebody says, there is no job for you here. It's a tongue rising against you in judgment. When somebody says that we are looking at you, cannot have a child. It, they are not against you, but what they have said is against you. You can't hate your daughter for telling you the state of your health. But you see, what he's saying is not, I mean, it's, but what he's saying, you don't want it. So it's a tongue rising against you. Everybody in your family is at this level. Every tongue. The Bible said, thou. <laughs> Say hi. hi. Thou. Hi. Say me. me. Ah, say it very well. Me. I will condemn it. That means, <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, every tongue. First Samuel 17, 45. It is how to do it. It is a very common. David said, thou comest against me with spear <laughs> and with sword. But I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the army of Israel, whom you have defied. And then he told him what will happen. He had the picture. He said, I'm going to remove your head today. And I will show you that God does not need salt to win a battle. Hallelujah. Look at, go to the verse before then. Goliath said something when he saw David. The Bible says, no, go to the, before then, verse 43. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for was a youth and a roadie, and of a fair countenance. Next verse. And the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you have come with staff? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. So David responded, Never let the devil have the final say. Hallelujah. He said to David, Am I a dog? Look at this boy. <laughs> he said, This boy is very funny. He wants to find me carrying stick. Then he said that. He just said something in the name of his God. Colas understood that you must be very spiritual. So even though he saw David's small size, he still used the name of his God to say something to David. Then David answered back. He said, I'm not just going to send this stone alone. Before sending the stone, I will say a word. Amen. Amen. Even if you want to, when you receive salary, can you speak a word over that money? Do you know money can be blessed? You can bless your house. You can bless your clothes. You can bless your car. You can bless the day. Early in the morning, bless the day. You are a high priest. Jesus made you a priest. You are a king and you can bless the day. You can bless your relative. That's why we bless food. And that's the only blessing many of us. <laughs> Some are even afraid of blessing food publicly. You don't want people to know you are a Christian. So they put food before you just whisper. <laughs> I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. 
I love praying where people don't like to pray. So I should feel bad that I'm a Christian. You must be joking. Lift up the food and bless like Jesus. They will call you a Pharisee. Say, Father, we bless this food. Hallelujah. Amen. Start blessing things. David responded. This is how to condemn every tongue that rises against you. Even when a situation like Jericho says you can't pass. Remember Joshua 1 8. The book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate on it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. He said, In doing so, you shall make thy way prosperous, and you shall have good success. And we ended on this note for service. So, I can make my way prosperous. Oh, some things we think is up to God. And God is saying that, Child, I've given you all the weapons. That's what the Bible says. This is God talking to Joshua. Imagine God didn't say to Joshua that I will help you to be prosperous. He said that, take this book of the law. That was what God told Joshua. He said, take it. He said, if you follow this thing, you will make your way prosperous. I'm there to watch it. Make your way prosperous. That means a Christian can say that, I know what to do to make my way prosperous. People will think you are proud. I know what to do. I know what to do. I know what to do to have good success. Ah, in Jesus' name, I will be successful in all areas of my life. You know, some are, you are not saying anything. <laughs> in this school of the spirit, you must learn to talk. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is that even in Yoruba, there is an idea that says that when you cannot talk, that is the beginning of bad luck. How many of you know that? How they say Yoruba? I lay sorrow. I don't know what Yoruba is, but they are right. Why you can't... <laughs> they believe that there is something in your mouth. Why should you keep quiet? Hallelujah. Listen. If you hear reports that you are debited, that you are losing money, don't say, can you imagine I'm just losing money? In the name of Jesus, I'm rising financially. That word will kill the effect and the power of that thing. It might not happen immediately. After a while, you have a greater opportunity to prosper. Death in a situation can be removed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I told you before, you can, you, you, you can swallow, you can take tablets and still be saying that this is the last time I will take drugs. Anything you do, speak the word of God. And truly, that might be the last time you need drugs in your life. Never stop speaking from any level. You can speak. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you following me? Are you with me? Oh, <laughs> we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. Shall we rise? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshomakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.